I'm Sparkling Joe Chamberlain. I've devoted some of my time to investigating the truths that often elude us. What made that sound in the woods? What's that light in the sky? Why is it so cold in here? We'll find the answers to these questions and so much more on... Category Unknown, hosted by Sparkling Joe Chamberlain. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Category Unknown, hosted by Sparkling Joe Chamberlain. I'm Sparkling Joe Chamberlain, and are you ready to listen to another classic episode of my old radio show, Category Unknown, hosted by Sparkling Joe Chamberlain? I hope so. But before we get to that, how do you like that new opening for this podcast? <laughs> that's, that's actually the audio from the opening to my original television pilot episode for the Category Unknown, hosted by Sparkling Joe Chamberlain TV series that I was hoping to get going in the late 70s. Well, you know, sadly, that show was never picked up, so all I'll have is that one episode. And, I don't know, maybe I might release it at some point if I can ever get uh, the beta tape that it's on transferred to my, my VHS tapes to play on my new VCR. Um, or, I don't know, maybe I can just go ahead and get it on the t- DVD or computer disc or whatever, whatever the heck people are watching the TVs on. How do you transfer a beta tape to stream streamings? How do you do that? Uh, email is show if you know how to do that. So, oh, I guess you'll have to know the email. I mean, I said the email address once or twice before, but I'll, I guess I'll say it again. You can email me at sparklingjoe at gmail.com. So if you got any of that information I just asked about for beta tapes or compute, computer streams, just let me know. But, you know... You know, I paid actually paid nine hundred dollars to get that opening made back then. So I thought I would finally get my money's worth out of it by using it as the audio opening for this free podcast I give away for free. That was that was nineteen seventies nine hundred dollars I'm talking about too. So what's that like fifty thousand dollars today or something? Thanks to all that inflation. Thank you, Mondale. Mondale won that election, right? No, who? Uh, who? Reagan. Well, that figures. Anyway, uh, I guess let's get into this episode's episode, uh, which is originally from September 20th, 1986. And the topic of discussion that night was nothing. Because there wasn't any discussion that night. There was just an interview I did with a guy about a Bigfoot. And, um, you know, this interview was also my first encounter with Charlie Finkel, but by no means my last, of course. You probably know that if you were a listener back then. That guy. Oh, man. So, um, all right, well, uh, how about we just get it started? <laughs> and by that, I mean, um, uh, let's listen to this episode of Category Unknown, hosted by Sparkle and Joe Chamberlain from September 20th, 1986. I'm pressing play now. Go down. I mean, it's not, it's really refreshing and new. It's kind of, it's fun to do, and I'm getting a kick out of it. Yoga, you should try it. Nah, nah, I'm doing good. Nah, I got a glass of scotch. I'm fine with that. Oh, no, nah, drinking scotch, that's not yoga, uh, same as yoga. Uh, I like scotch. All right, you knucklehead, I'll talk to you next week. And I'll talk to everyone else next week on Score Talk, all right. Good night. Hello? Hello, are you still there? You didn't answer my question. I want to know who was the first person to ever bump. Hello? Is the show over?
Bigfoot, Sasquatch, Skunk Ape. Those are just a few names of the topic for this week's Category Unknown, hosted by Sparkling Joe Chamberlain. Welcome, everybody. Yeah, that's right. This week, we're getting into it again. Bigfoot. And that's because earlier this week, I made a small trip to an undisclosed place in Wisconsin to talk to a man named Charlie Finkel, who has almost daily interactions with a Bigfoot. Sasquatch. And I tell you what, this interview is interesting. But I don't want to say about anything about it right now, because I want you to hear it in the interview. So, how about this? We're going to go to a quick commercial break to get it out of the way right off the bat, and then we're going to come back, and you're going to hear the first part of my interview with Charlie Finkel about Bigfoot, Sasquatch. We'll be right back after these messages. Confidence. Self-assurance. Courage. Hi, I'm Marty Dupuy. At Dupuy Karate and Judo, you will gain that kind of confidence plus physical fitness and a whole lot more. Be fit, healthy, and have the ability to defend yourself. Come to Dupuy Karate and Judo. Located in the Wheat Flat Shopping Center at 1931 West Center Place. Call 5- for class availability and schedules. We also offer basic self-defense classes for ladies and awkward gentlemen. On the next six of one, half a dozen of the other, Kurt falls down at school and winds up spending all week at home with Melody. The doctor said I should walk on it for a whole week. Well, if you think that means I'm going to be your slave for a week, then you must be pulling my leg. <laughs> Tensions rise as Lance gets sick and Melody has to take care of him, too. If I hear one more bell ring, you two, I'm coming out swinging. <laughs> Will Melody survive until Jack gets home on the next six of one, half a dozen of the other? Weeknights at 5.30 on WLQL-TV, UHF 63. All right, welcome back from that break. And... Let's get right into it right away with my interview with Charlie Finkel about the set, Bigfoot. Here we go, part one. One on location. I have a person of interest here, and he has some stuff to talk to us uh, about the Bigfoot, um, uh, more commonly known as Bigfoot, but other names are like um, Sasquatch and uh, Skunk Ape and... uh, but up here in Wisconsin, we have our own version of the, the Bigfoot Sasquatch. So, uh, but then and here is uh, Charlie Funkel, and he has first-hand experience with the Sasquatch, and he's going to tell us about that. Hello, Charlie. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing good today. How are you doing? But, i got to fix the porter potty, though. I, I've been... Uh, Washing my hair in there every once in a while, oh, and uh, porta potty. Uh, yeah, and I like I, an outhouse. Like an outhouse, and I uh, I it's needed an, to dig a new hole and move oh, it. Oh, okay. You want to help me move it? I need some help. Uh, maybe yeah. Moving we, the outhouse. Maybe I could help you after we're done doing the recording. I could help you maybe. Yeah, I'll see. I'll give you all my Skinner tapes. So, cassette tapes or eight track tapes? Cassette. Okay, how many are there? Two, just two, <laughs> for like like a five dollar value each. I don't know. I will. We'll see. We'll see how this goes, and we'll see if we have time before the sun goes down. You know. But the reason, the reason that that we came up to your dear cabin, was because you have firsthand experience with Wisconsin's own version of the Bigfoot. What, uh, do you do you have a name that you've given him, or that you call him, or is it just Bigfoot? Yeah, but when you're done pooping, you gotta. You gotta put in a new hole, though. You can't just yeah, keep pooping well, and keep I having a pile up. I understand the logistics. I understand the logistics of an outhouse. All right, we'll talk about that later. What, I all do. Right, what's your question? Does your outhouse have a, a, a like a moon, a crescent moon on the, on the door? It was a joke that uh, um, Clem, Clem, Clem did when he was helping me build it. It was Clem. He's a good friend of mine. Oh, okay. He's got one arm. One arm, Clem. Uh, yeah, he lost it in Nam. Oh, okay. But he's a good guy. Has Clem ever experienced any Bigfoot sightings or uh, encounters? No, he got hit by a moped, and now he's in the hospital. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, he, I know you can't see too good. Did, did he have any experiences of, of Bigfoot or anything like that before that he got hit by the moped? Uh, he, he wouldn't tell you, even if he did. Oh, the uh, secretive? He, he's one of those guys. Yeah. yeah, he's untrusting and secretive. Oh, I have I have experience with people like that. Um, you know, the type of show I host, I get a lot of these see people that don't really trust. Do I get money for doing your show? Do you, well... Uh, well, we didn't really discuss any sort of payment uh, for it. I don't. I don't really have much of a budget for my show, and I had to spend about eighty-two dollars getting up here. Well, you said on the phone that you're gonna take me to the diner. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll do. I'll take you to for a local for, diner. For they the make diner. good. They make good uh, uh, chitlins. So you still apple gonna butter take me there? Yeah, I'll take you. I'll take you. I will go get something, some dinner at the diner. Because this is privileged information. I'm not just going to give it out to anybody. Yeah. Have you ever had anybody offer you pay for such information? No, you were the first, but this is the first time I'm No, oh, I, I haven't offered you any pay, though. I asked if you'd be interested in providing us with your with your details that you so we could get to the bottom of the issue of whether Bigfoot is real or not. Now, well, people up north are going to think I'm going to quack. I'm going to be talking about, you know... Larry. Larry? Is that what you call the Bigfoot? That's his name. Larry? Yeah, I, you know, I, I started calling out to him one day, and he, he answered back. Really? And I, when I said, is your name Larry, when I got to Larry, he, he called. He called with his Bigfoot call? With his Bigfoot what call. Did, what did it sound like? Like, roar. Like a roar? Roar. And he answered to it. He answered He it. didn't answer to Bill. He Just to Larry. He answered to Joe. But when I got to Larry, he answered. So, oh. he's Larry. That's amazing. I wonder if he has the the capacity for human speech. I don't know. He does a lot of tree knocking, though. He knocks on trees. Yeah, and he throws rocks. If you get too close, he's oh. gonna throw them at you. you. You don't like that. He doesn't like it when you get too close. Oh yeah, he'll throw some rocks at you. That's a that's a common thing I've heard in my various uh, hearings about about the the hearing of information about Bigfoot from callers and other people I've talked to, is that they're very uh, protective of their area, but not aggressive otherwise. Well, he's he's rock throwing. I I thought he um, was there something wrong with him. You know, maybe if you stick around and build this outhouse, maybe you can hear him tonight. Okay, yeah, maybe we will stick out, but. You know, the roads are pretty dark up here, so we, we don't really want uh, to stay up here too late. If you're going to be some, uh, you know, asking questions about that stuff, maybe you guys stick around and do okay. some leg work. I don't think we'll be able to spend the night, and, uh, you know, it took us a couple hours to get up here. People always got to do stuff. Well, yeah, you they came, do. You came out I here, guess. you came all the way out here. But try you to, haven't tried to find a stuff. So out. far, though, our trip here hasn't been as successful as I was hoping. We don't have much information yet on the Bigfoot, other than that he might be slow-minded, and uh, that his name's Larry. Response to the name Larry. I got, I got um, cassette tapes of it you recorded. Do? You have audio cassettes of his his howling? Yeah. Can we hear him? Yeah, these are, uh, like, what, 120-minute cassette tapes? And it's all 120 minutes of, of the calls? It's probably, like, 10, 15 minutes worth. Oh, okay. But this is high-quality, brand-new cassette tapes. So this you unwrap, you, un- you unsealed the cellophane, took the tape out, put it in the recorder, and recorded Bigfoot on it. No background, like, you didn't record o- re-record over things, so there's no audio, like, bleed-through possibilities. That sounds like a good way to do it. Yeah, brand can we, new. Can we hear some of these these recordings? Yeah, you can hear them. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll stop the tape and just, we'll get your boom, I just gotta get, get them out. Box. Okay, I'm gonna I stop the tape. Oh. Okay. All right, we're back now. We got the we got the tape player set up. I'm here with uh, Charlie Finkel. I said Funkel before, I think. Yeah, you insulted my last name. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I, I, I swear that's what you said over the phone, but my phone connection at my house was a little iffy. For this Coming from up here, the phone lines aren't as advanced. It dates back from Viking times. <laughs> the phone Why line? La- what are you laughing at? My last the, name. The phone lines came from... Oh, the, your name. I thought you meant the phone lines up no. here date from Viking times. Uh, no. Oh. My last name is from the Viking Finkel is the Viking name. Yes. Oh, okay. My name is Chamberlain. That's a that's a British name. It's I don't care. We're talking about 
my experience with well, Bigfoot, yeah, not okay. about yours. That's right. Let's listen to the let's listen to the recording now. You have recordings of Bigfoot sounds. Yeah, I sure do. Okay, yeah. so let's listen to them. I'll play it for you right now. Okay. Was that it? Was that one? Yeah, that's Frank. That's uh, Larry. That's wow. That is creepy. Told ya. Here, listen to this one. Oh, okay. Let me fast forward it a little bit. Okay. Oh. I can see why you think he's simple-minded. It sounds, it sounds kind of like that questionable. Yeah, that, that's where I told him to start digging my outhouse for me. Oh, you told him that, and he didn't, he didn't seem to like that too much. He just did this here. Fast forward again. Yeah, that's what he did. That's what he. Did. Whoa. That's crazy. Those, I cannot believe those sounds. They almost sound like a human making those sounds. You're ridiculous. What? You no, I, I mean that... No, I'm not claiming that it's you making the sounds. I'm just saying it sounds like Bigfoot might be some sort of humanoid... He's more of like a humanoid ape man. Yeah, he is. So he sounds almost human in these recordings. And he stinks. Well, yeah, I mean... In down in Texas, he's known as, or maybe it's Arkansas, he's known as the skunk ape. Yeah, that must be because of his stink or something. He kind of smells like a, a skunk. He also smells like uh, roadkill, too. Like Roadkill? But you wouldn't know that because you're too busy in your studio. Well, so we're out here. Oh, I live in the world living, with animals. I know what roadkill is. You don't know nothing. You're too busy splicing. Splicing? Like splicing tape? That splicing tape and editing and blah blah. You yeah, don't spend well, no time in the woods. Yeah, I don't know how, when the last time you did some tape editing, but now it's deck to deck. It's not really splicing the raw tape anymore. Well, I even have more evidence for you. Do you. what kind of evidence? I have a cast. You have a cast? Yeah. Like a footprint? Yeah. Okay. Well, can we see it? I'll bring it out for you. Okay. You gonna go get it? Oh, you got it. Look at that. Well. Now. Just to describe this for my listeners, it sound it looks it's a plaster cast, roughly foot shaped, but it's like you can kind of pick out where toes might be. It's pretty big. I'd say it's about 14, 15 inches long. Um, it's in one single piece, but there's a partial crack on one of the what appears to be the big toe. But right in the mid, what is this in the middle? It looks like a a foot, like another foot. But it's not like a. I don't see. Any, it looks like a boot or something, in the no, right no, in the big no. middle of the he's, foot. He's bending his foot. He's but there's like it. a. But no, there's an impression right in the middle of it that kind of looks oh. like a boot print. No, he was going like this. He's bending his foot like he was walking, like he's taking it, a step. But it created like a perfect boot print in the middle of his footprint. Uh, you don't know what you're talking about. No, but but he I mean. Was bending. He was no, going I can see like the tread. I can see the tread on the bottom uh, of the boot. You know what? I'm gonna just take this away. Well, thank you for showing. I mean, I understand. It it's definitely a huge footprint. So, all right, thank fine. you for showing. I it. accidentally stepped in it. Oh, you stepped. You stepped in the Bigfoot. Like, is that how you discovered it? You like stepped in it and then looked down, or? Well, when I was when I was doing the mold, I stepped in it. You stepped in it when you were doing the. Oh, so you already knew it was there. But I didn't have any more, more stuff to make the mold. And I was pretty excited to have that print, so... Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a good yeah. size print, but it's kind of... So, it, yeah, part It's kind of like a boot print with some extra plaster around it, basically. But it's still a Bigfoot print. It's a Bigfoot print. It's just my boot. And that was the only oh. print in the area? You couldn't, like, cast one of the other prints in there? It was just that one muddy print? Do you listen? I said I, I ran out yes. of... I ran out of the stuff. But then you... So you ran out of plaster, but you chose to use what little plaster you had to cast the one footprint that you had stepped in? Yeah. Well, also, uh, there was uh, there was a show on TV that I wanted to watch. The, what, the Love Boat was on. Love Boat was on. All right. Well, what, what do you think about that, everyone? I got to see a real-life plaster cast of a big footprint. And I tell you what, it was pretty cool. So we're going to take another quick break here for commercials, and then we'll be right back after this with part two of my interview 
with Charlie Finkel. We'll be right back. he sacrificed everything for. Two years ago, he took a stand against a crooked real estate developer and wound up in maximum security prison. Caliber, you're the most dangerous son bitch ever come through here. Thanks, Warden. That means a lot to me. You watch your mouth. I brought you up here because you got yourself a visitor. Who would come here to see me? Hello, Caliber. How you been? Now his country needs him once again. They're demanding that Finland join the Warsaw Pact and threatening to kill all the passengers if this doesn't happen by Friday. Why should I care? I didn't hear you say the word American. Not even Is once. the daughter of the governor of West Virginia American enough for you? Because she's on that plane. When do I leave? Caliber! Caliber. When Americans are in danger, Caliber answers the call. We got something special I made up just for you. Compound bow made from space-age carbon fiber. Got a laser scope. And here's titanium arrows with special skull-piercing tips. Do you have any knives? Caliber! Caliber. No! The plane is ours, Caliber! You may be from Finland. But now you're just finished. Caliber! Bert Simmons is the unstoppable force of war, Dan Caliber. In Caliber. Blast Notice Part 2. Rated R. All right, everyone, welcome back, and oh man, I like this song, it's kind of, it's like a bleep blorpy song, but I really like it, it's, what is this, it's, it's called, the song's called Computer Gehern by Deezer Reckoner, all right, that's a good one, I'm going to listen to that tonight when I get home, I'll take this record with me, <laughs> that's a good thing about working at a radio station, free records whenever you want them, <laughs> what, no, I can take them, I can take them, uh, but, Anyways, let's get back into my interview with part two. There's some good stuff coming up, so let's just get right back into it. Now, when you found that print, was there any other evidence anywhere of Bigfoot? Well, yeah, he, uh, he likes to bend trees, makes weird, weird uh, stick formations out of trees and Whoa, stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, like, right. kind of intelligent behavior? Not yeah, just animalistic? Like, yeah, like kind of like he's pointing in a direction or something. I don't know. Have you ever tried to follow this point, the pointing no, into I'm, a certain direction? I'm too busy. But this is a fascinating thing. You'd think you'd want to pursue it further. He threw rocks at me the last time and roared at me. And, you, and you've seen pissed. him that close that he could throw a rock at you? I was like 10 feet away, but there's a bunch... 10 feet away? There's a bunch of trees in the way, though. And good thing. What did he look him? like? What did he look like? Yes. He looked like a big ape. He looked like an ape? Yeah. But taller. But real tall? Real tall, and he moved really fast. And he walked on two legs? And he walked like legs? this. And he only walked on two walked Swing like their this. arms? He walked he like swinging that. his arms. And he was gone. Could you still hear him, like, cracking through the branches? And yeah, stuff? because it was really weird, because all the animals, it got really quiet before he came around. Rabbit. Did you hear him coming, or was he just there when you stumbled upon he him? He was just there. You just stumbled upon yeah, him? Yeah, and I said, you know, why, you're not, I'm like, you're not doing anything. Get over here and help me build my outhouse. And he did not respond very kindly to that. No, he roared at me and he threw rocks at me. Well, so he sounds like a complicated animal, man. I don't know what everyone's problem is, it's just an outhouse. What do you do for, like, money, for your survival? I trap. Trap, trap animals. Animals. I I sell their skins and I sell them at the diner. 
for food. Mm-hmm. But they don't know so about So they serve, the, like, wild game animal? Yeah, but then they say that it's burger. They just grind it up for burgers? Yeah, they just say that. But what kind of animals would it really be? Well, you know, deer. Deer? Uh, rabbit. Squirrel. Squirrel? You no. Know, I, even, I even take roadkill over there and sell it. Road, road kill to him. I say, and yeah, this is the diner that we're gonna go eat at. Yeah, it's good eating. Road kill. Do they sell salad at this diner? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I want to get a burger anymore. What's wrong with some crow burger? Well, I don't know how much meat is there on a crow. Well, not a lot, but you know. So it's got to be mixed in with a bunch of other. And it's been yeah. dead. It's been dead a day or two. Yeah, but laying on the road. That's a road. And birds aren't really usually roadkill. I mean, they, they die from other reasons. You don't hear of a bird getting hit by a car very often. But, like, Uh-oh. if a bird is laying dead by the road, it must be, like, sick or something, and you're going to get a sick disease. Well, Larry, he don't get sick. I've seen him eating deer off the road. Larry eats, so Larry is a carnivore. I, yeah, I've seen him eating deer. I've seen him pick up the deer, walk off with the deer. Well, stuff is falling out of the deer. Mm-hmm. You don't care. So he eats meat. Have you ever tried to feed him anything? No, he he feeds himself. You don't. Eat You've that. never tried to like get like draw him out with some sort of offering of food. No, I I need my own food. Larry gets his own food. Yeah, I'm not gonna cook for Larry. I just rented the new Nightmare on Elm Street. I couldn't even watch it because he was yelling so much. This is Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Freddy, Freddy, Revenge of Freddy, or Freddy, Revenge, or... Yeah, this came out. You, but you have a VCR? Yeah, I do. Way up here in the woods? Yeah, what the hell am I supposed to do out here? You can only but hang out in the woods so long? Yeah, but I mean, you're, you're a guy who scrounges roadkill for food, but you can afford to buy a VCR? Yeah, I, I traded it. You, oh, you traded for it, okay. Yeah. Does it have a program ability to program recording? I never tried it. I just watch movies off of it. Mm-hmm. I go to the local hardware store and they they rent movies out. Is, is that where you uh, is that where you uh, buy the buy your plaster supplies and? Yeah, all that you get everything there at the local. Yeah, I mean it's only one store, but we're way up north. But we're not that far away. The look, the nearest city has like I don't know, like eighty thousand people or something, and that's only like a twenty-minute drive. I mean, you're not that far away from civilization. Well, you don't want to go there. There's too many people. Do you have a I car? Like, do I have a car? Yeah, I I got a moped. A moped. Yeah. Does it ever attract attention of Larry? Like, does he does he care about your moped? Does it scare him? Well, I only I only drive it at, during the day. Larry only comes out at night. Oh, he's an, he's nocturnal. He only comes at so night. you were walking through the woods at night, and you stumbled upon Larry. Well, it's sundown. Yeah. So I mean, this would make a good movie. It's so fascinating. I have. A, I was playing Nintendo the other day. You have a Nintendo too? I just got it. What did you? How did you get that? I traded. Traded an anchor from a boat. An anchor from a boat? How did you get an anchor from a boat? I got a boat. I got. I got a boat, and I had two anchors. I. I sold. I sold, I traded anchor and I traded um, some firewood. I got a lot of firewood. See, so you only want the you don't want the firewood to survive. You want firewood to trade for Nintendo games or something? Yeah. What what, what happened well, was the neighbor kid. He got in trouble. He burned down some uh, some uh, some barn a couple yeah. miles away. He got in real big trouble. So his parents they needed an anchor for the boat some other stuff so I traded and I mm-hmm. got a nice Nintendo. So you do have dealings with these rich people that live like you do have dealings with these people you act like you want to stay away from everybody but you, it seems like you have a lot of contact with the outside world more than you would imply. No I do. You do? Yeah I said I go out during the day. Yeah. On a moped. And I didn't run over um, my friend with that moped either. That wasn't you? No, that wasn't me. Some Does, how many mopeds? Pads? I'm assuming there aren't very many mopeds in this area. So if you have a moped, and the, your friend got run over by a moped, it must be well, that was, you that ran him over. I was thinking perhaps. Unless somebody stole your moped. Yeah, there you go. Someone stole. No, okay. Okay. All right, all right, let's talk about Bigfoot. Isn't that what you're here for? Yeah, I mean, I've been trying to. But what else? So do you, what else do you have to tell us about Bigfoot? It sounds like we pretty much heard most of what you could tell us. Unless you've had other experiences that you haven't mentioned yet. Well, no, he, 
he just likes bugging me when I'm trying to play a Nintendo, and I, you yeah. know, again, I just got the newest Nightmare on Elm Street, and... Could we go somewhere and maybe try to see him? Yeah, let's go out in the woods. Okay, well, let's get the portable. Let's get the portable. You're gonna tell him to go be Luigi. You're gonna tell him that. Okay, I'll be, we'll be right back. All right. Well, I hope you're enjoying this interview as much as I am. Listen to it again, but we gotta take another quick break, and we'll be right back after these messages with part three, the final part of the Sack Squatch Bigfoot interview with Charlie Finkel. Here on Category Unknown, we'll be right back. To the Stalia head train in the top salons of Dusseldorf, but no head of hair in all of Europe could provide a mercy challenge to me. So I laid out my map of the world, tossed my skizzers as they hit here. And now this is my new domain. The new challenge for my magical hair skills! Announcing the opening of Tristalia Salon, 1342 Center Boulevard, by appointment only. Are you ready for the future? I sure am, because I have the new Nerman 24K personal computer from Centaurus. Featuring a quality lineup of equivalent software. Keep track of your finances with Calculender 4.1. Write school reports with Typeword HA. Entertain yourself and your friends with the hit computer game Canyon Attack. All of this and a lot more. Only on the Nerman 24K personal computer from Fantaris. Available at JM Computers 1276 North Center Street. All right, welcome back from that break. And again, let's get right back into it. Here we go with the final part of the interview with Charlie Finkel. When we go out into the woods actually looking for the Sasquatch. Bigfoot. Here we go. Okay, now we're here we're walking into the woods. I don't see We're looking anything. for Larry. Look, there's a tree still kind of, Oh yeah. Right he, he knocked it down. No, I cut that. Oh, down. you cut. I was gonna say it looks the a little firewood. flat. It's like flat breaks. It wouldn't be really break like that if it was Larry that cut it down. That's firewood for uh, the Nintendo. Okay, firewood for the Nintendo. Oh, you run your Nintendo and your electricity off of wood? No, I trade. Oh, you trade for it. That's right. Yeah. I'm sorry. Because they're too lazy to cut their own wood. And these are your neighbors. Yeah. Yeah. They... Watch out! Watch out! Watch out! Oh, what watch is out. that? Watch out! You see that? Yeah. Do you see that over there? That stump that's over? That's broken Larry. one? That's Larry. No, that's one he broke. Yeah, that's one he broke. And he even um he even Is took that a is that a footprint? Where is that? Like over here. Let's go over here and look. Yeah, that's a footprint. That's Larry right there. Doesn't look that's a footprint? Yeah, that's a footprint. That's it looks Larry. a little crescent like it's it looks kinda like two Flatter objects and a crevice. Are you sure that's a footprint and it's not like a? I don't know how to say this, but maybe a print from Larry or from you even. I don't know. I I don't sit down in the woods. And surely not. You wouldn't be nude if you were out in the woods, right? Yeah, yeah. Only Larry does that. I don't go no nude. Nothing. And there's no other people around in this area. No, not for uh, about a good mile. Wow. Look, you hear that? I'm not, I don't I hear that hear. knock. You hear that knock? A knock? There it goes again. I hear there's crickets. I hear some frogs, which is weird. Oh, there's a river over there, so there's frogs. Yeah, there we go down to the, down to the, down to the river. I, I told him to quit doing that because that's my drinking water, and he sits there and bathes in it all he the bathes? time. He, so he bathes? So he's intelligent enough to want to stay clean and neat. Yeah, I told him to get out. Because what color I is his drink. fur? Brownish black. Kind of dark brown, really yeah, dark yeah. brown? Yeah. Kind of like... He's right there. 
And that's a tree that stomped that. Yeah, I see the stump. It's kind of twisted and. Yeah, he took it, picked picked up the rest of the tree, and walked off and did his weird stuff with it. And that's some of your firewood he took. Are you were you upset? No, not at all. He he he's all right. He's all right. He's. But he's got uh, um. He's got to quit smelling so bad. So maybe maybe the river isn't too bad. Do you smell that? Smells kind of like he's close by. He's close by. Can we walk a little more and see? You can smell him. You smell that? You smell that? I smell kind of like a musty wood, rotting wood smell. No, that's not it. No? No, smell again. It's just like the kind of normal forest smells. I don't Uh, really smell anything. Roadkillish, he smells more like. Like Maybe he smells like a dead roadkill skunk. Here we go. That I'm We're only about a four-minute walk off the off the road over there. It's yeah. a paved road. It's yeah. You know, there's a stoplight, a stop light, not even a stop sign, but a stop light about five minutes down the yeah, road. Yeah, I, I that put in because all the, the all the people that come up for vacation, and I wanted things to slow down. I do, you got a bug and they just so they probably just put it in to get you to stop. Yeah, and I stopped. Okay, I stopped right away. Look at that. You hear that knock again? I heard it. I heard that time. Yeah, you hear that? It's almost like almost like a woodpecker, but it's bigger and louder. Oh, I just heard it. I heard a rock fall. A rock fall. Now, there's a cliff a short ways from here. That goes up. Yeah. And it it's not too high, but it looks like there could be rocks falling off of that. No, that's Larry. That's Larry? That's Larry. Is he, he throwing be, rocks at us? He might be on top of the cliff right now. Oh. Right? Well, can we walk over there, or is it dangerous? Are you afraid to go by Larry? I, yeah, I don't want to get that close if he's up there throwing rocks. So... Okay, well, I mean... You know, rock the rock thrower? I see... That's what I call it. I see the Sunday tree, the twisted, the twisted tree, but that could be anything. I see the footprint, but I think it looks more like a human buttocks. And I see, I, I don't smell a skunk, but you say there's a skunk odor. And the, I didn't hear any rocks fall, but you say that Larry's throwing rocks. I just heard him roar. This is all pretty you're suspect. Too, you're too busy talking. Too I just suspect. heard him do his roar. I didn't hear any roar. You're too busy talking. If you be quiet. Now, now, is there any? Do you have any idea where his like domain is? Where his territory might be? His house. There's mosquitoes. The mosquitoes are getting a little bad here well, in we're the up woods. North. Yeah, I know, and we're out in the woods. Well, let's go this way. Oh, okay, is there? We're walking now through the mosquitoes. I didn't hear any roar. It's crazy. You yeah, keep you, hearing these roars, but I don't hear any. I heard the ones on the cassette that you played, but he so- it sounded a little, like I said at the time, it sounded very humanish, humanish. So I don't know. I but I'm assuming it's it's him being so human in his appearance. Okay, we're back closer to this cabin now. Yeah, well, like I, I gotta get going here because. I want to go to the diner before it closes. Oh, yeah, we're we going to go get deal. dinner. We had a deal. And it's starting to get dark, so I guess we will end the discussion here. And, we'll, uh, and we've learned today a lot of new information from you, Charles. And we, we, had, we know so much now more about Larry. And it's so fascinating that we have one of these in our own backyard in Wisconsin. Oh, you're not gonna you're not gonna tell people this location, are you? No, Cause, no. Because Larry, I just won't told like them. That. I just told. I'm just telling them that it's in like, it's like kind of middle of the state, Wisconsin. That's yeah, about Larry, it. Larry wouldn't like that. He'd get really mad. But I guess I, I like gave him you. the information that there's a street a uh, stoplight, and it doesn't have any sort of intersection, so it's kind of pointless. And if I guess if anyone knows where that is, they might re- be able to reveal where the area is. Well, again. Yeah, no, no, as long as you don't tell where. And I guess we did tell them your name is Charles Finkel, so they could probably look you up in the yellow pages. I don't have a phone. 
But, yeah, well, you do. We talked on the phone to set this whole thing up. I borrowed one from my neighbor. Oh, you did? Yeah. Your neighbor? Yeah. Is was that the guy who, who got run over by the moped? No, no, the other... That wasn't driven by the you? The neighbors, the ones I got the Nintendo. Oh, from. the rich people. Yeah, they were gone. Did they know that you were using their phone? Uh, no, they don't need to know that. Okay. And I, I called your radio show because you were talking about... Yes. Put and stuff. You, but you called us during the day. Yeah, I was staying at the house. But we weren't on the air when you called. I was staying at Somebody the house. Somebody just happened to answer the phone at the studio. At first, they didn't even understand what you were talking about. Oh, well, any, anyways, I thank you very much for the uh, all the information you've imparted with yeah, us and taking the time to talk to us. Yeah, I thought we were going to the diner. Yeah, we'll go to we'll go to the diner. Okay, well, thank thank you very much. And if you feel free to call us any other time you have any new information about Larry, we'll, maybe we'll do another visit. I will. Okay. And we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that out And there you have it, my interview with Charlie Finkel about the Bigfoot Sasquatch that he encounters all, a lot of times in his life up there in the woods. And, and you know, we, we did go, we went to the diner, and he, he had a burger, and I... I don't know, I just had some pudding cups because I didn't, I didn't want to eat anything at that diner after what he told me. So, and it, But man, I had to stop a couple of times on the way home because something was wrong with those pudding cups. They must have been expired or something because something was really rumbling and grumbling in my bellies. And you know, I, I didn't help him uh, fix his outhouse or anything, so he was a little upset about that, but I wasn't about to, to do that the way I was feeling after we got back from that diner. Not not to mention that those uh, Leonard Skinner tapes that he was offering me to help him, they I found out they were just recorded tapes. Some of those tapes that he was telling us he bought, he just recorded some Skinner off the radio or something. So they weren't even real tapes. But you know, even even despite all the problems, um, I thought that was a a trip that was worth it to get that interview. I thought it was a pretty informative, and I tell you that tape he played me, that really did chill me to my bones because. It was it was kind of frightening. It, it, you could almost hear the guttural quality. I don't know if that came across on the radio, but you could hear this beastly quality. And I swear at one time he yelled, get out of my face, but I don't know. I don't know. I, can, can Bigfoot speak English? I don't know. But I tell you, we don't have any time for calls tonight, but next week we're going to continue talking about Bigfoot again because I'm going to have an interview with a professor from the University of Wisconsin-Madison, the anthropology unit there, or division, or uh, I don't know what you'd call it. Um, but anyway, after I do that interview, we're going to do the rest of the show, nothing but calls about Bigfoot. So if you got any stories of your own, any questions that I might be able to handle, but I'm not an expert on Bigfoot by any means, but I could try to help you. Or... If you are a Bigfoot expert, you could call too. So get those calls in next week. And take take this week to really think about whether you should be calling or not. Because sometimes I think some of my callers really have to just take a second to think, should I call? But, any, but I think that's it for tonight. So I'm going to say until next week, more Bigfoot talk. I will see you then. Thank you for joining me tonight on Category Unknown. Good night. How about that, huh? And don't worry, because I'll be releasing the follow-up episode to this one uh, from the next week when we did have a big discussion about Bigfoot with all my listeners and stuff. And uh, I'll probably put that episode out uh, after the next one, which is going to be my big 12th podcast episode spectacular. Uh, That's right. The next episode will make it an even dozen big, big dozen episodes. What's a baker's dozen? Is that what they did? Bakers can't count or something? Is that what that means?
Oh, anyways, it's going to be a dozen episodes, and I have something special planned for that. A uh, little something special for you. Plus, uh, I think I know what the radio show will be. If I get, if I get it out in the next two weeks, it's going to be a pretty timely episode. It's a hint, hint, I guess. You figure that out. Anyways, uh, how about this episode? That Charlie Finkel, man? That guy kind of became a thorn in my side for a while. So maybe you'll hear some more of those episodes that he appeared on. He never did forgive me for not helping him dig out that new dump hole for his... Uh, I think that's what he called, right? Yeah, I don't know what else he... You know, but yeah, so he never forgave me for not helping him dig out that new dump hole. And, but, but you know, he, he was pretty nice to show me that... Bigfoot plaster cast and the, play the audio recorder for me and I t that was some impressive evidence for the existence of Bigfoot I have to say myself but you know speaking of that evidence of Bigfoot there's something that I've been wanting to say in a public forum that I want to say right now because this is kind of a public forum this because this has been getting all up under my craw for a while now how many years can a TV show with the name Finding Bigfoot be on TV without actually finding a single Bigfoot? That's what I want to know. I, th I think, what, two years was good? Two years. And then after that, you got you got to, by law, you got to required to put the word not in front of the name. Because this show, Finding Bigfoot, it's been on Amino Planet for like six or seven years now. And I haven't seen Jack Squat for Bigfoots on it. You know, at this point, I'd, I might as well just go watch Honey Booby. For all the Bigfoots they're showing. There's more Bigfoots on Honey Booby every show. I see that lady on there. If that ain't a Bigfoot, I don't know what a Bigfoot is. Okay. Yeah, well, anyways. I'm gonna... Oh, I got... I do have something special for to close this episode out. I'm gonna play for you the special song that you heard a little bit of in this episode on the radio show. It's, it's a, but it's a great song that I've loved for a lot of years now. So I wanted to play the whole thing for you. And I got permission to play the whole thing. So it's all legal. I got a hold of Nachstrasse Records in Hamburg, Germany. And they gave me permission to play for you Computer Gehirn by Dieser Reckner. So enjoy this as we go out. And I will talk to you next time on Category Unknown, hosted by Sparkling Joe Chamberlain. Thank you. Here we go.
Hello everyone, did you know you could follow Category Unknown on Facebook by looking up Category Unknown on Facebook on the search bar? You can also follow me, Sparkling Joe Chamberlain, on Facebook by looking up Sparkling Joe Chamberlain on Facebook search bar. And you can follow me, Sparkling Joe Chamberlain, on Twitter at, at Sparkling Joe. You can also email me, Sparkling Joe, at sparklingjoe at gmail.com. Special appearance this episode by Mr. Ben Hess Esquire. Music in this episode, some original stuff by Timmy K. Cramp, and other stuff from the wonderful people who contribute to the YouTube audio library. Category Unknown, hosted by Sparkle Joe Chamberlain, is copyright 2018 by Timmy K. Cramp.